0: with Terry Waldrop is back, and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Hey, welcome back to
1: Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Waldrop, uh, Jamie Foxx, can route to the studio. Apologize to you guys, for having some technical difficulties for the uh, second day in a row. Not sure what's going on with it, we're working to remedy that, so... Rest assured, we will take care of that situation. Do apologize uh, for the distortion. Not sure what is going on. Maybe it's uh, too much tinfoil. Maybe it's the fact that the Patriots did not get the benefit of the calls that everyone assumed that they would get. So craziness going on here uh, in the area, the Patriots winning except on the final score. Brady throws for 505 yards, Tabor. I mean, can you imagine that? Those 505 yards, and they do not get the win. And so craziness ensues. All the conspiracy theories are out the window. So it's sort of nuts, the fact that the greatest of all time, and we got people saying, well, you know, he's not that good, and how can he lose three Super Bowls? It's the same argument with LeBron James. Uh, not being able to be the greatest uh, or one of the greatest of all times because he's lost some finals. I'm not sure how that works in the grand scheme of things. How do you, you know, it's almost the Carl Malone, Charles Barkley argument. How can you figure that those guys are not among the elite in NBA history simply because they didn't win a world championship? Sort of the same thing. So, you know, I guess it goes down to what is your criteria uh, Taber, what is your criteria for for the greatest of all time? Give me some ideas on that. Rings. Rings? So, by definition, Malone, uh, Stockton, Barkley, those guys would not be clarified or not counted in that argument, correct? Correct. Yeah, see, I, I take a different approach. Um, you know, mine is much more, you know, I don't know subjective would be the term, but you have to look at circumstances, you have to look at teams they played. Certainly Brady uh, losing his third Super Bowl, but you look at what he did uh, to get there. Again, I think it's one of the best Super Bowls we've ever had. I think we're getting spoiled on the fact that these games are so close. These games are highly competitive. If you're an advertiser or if you're the NFL as an advertiser, can you imagine there's nobody that turned that game off nobody turned that game off and didn't listen or didn't watch and so as an advertiser that is tremendous in terms of what you're being able to get done. I mean you're you're delivering a huge audience although the ratings were down a little bit but you expected it somewhat but again, last year's Super Bowl with Atlanta this year's Super Bowl with the Eagles Tremendous, tremendous game. And I want to give I want to give shout-out to Doug Feeders. You know, you're only as good as what your calls are. Had those calls backfired or they lost the game yesterday, people in the pundits would be talking about him making the biggest blunders in the history of the Super Bowl. Yet because he gambled, he rolled the dice, which is what you do. It's what you get paid to do. He's going to be looked upon as one of the greatest coaches to win a Super Bowl. Now, hopefully it's not a one-time deal, but he rolled the dice. He played to win. It was almost Sean Payton-like with the Saints back in the day. He took the chances. He did the little things, and and he he won on all of it. And And yet, as well as the Eagles played, Tabor, as well as they played, it took a bizarre strip sack. And, uh, and, again, some a lot of turn of events in order to defeat the Patriots. They never could put them away despite playing as well as they played. So, again, I think that's a tribute to the coaching staffs of, of both programs. Belichick, certainly, um, you know, everybody questions the reverse on the kickoff. If it had worked, he would have been a genius. Uh, it doesn't, so you're open to criticism. That goes with any managerial position, high-level, high-profile position. People are going to criticize you. If it works, you're genius. If it doesn't, you're an idiot. And you get paid to take those chances. And, again, we're, we're celebrating Doug Peterson today, obviously, the North Louisiana connection, the ULM, NLU. My degree says NLU. But we're celebrating that because we have a tie to the local area. But again, if he those decisions had not worked, uh, he would be lambasted today by the media, excoriated, if you will, nationally for coming up with bizarre plays and just not sound you know, it's not sound enough to beat Belichick type deal. But the fact that he didn't was a tremendously uh, successful run for him. We're gonna go ahead and take our next break here. We're doing it a little bit early working on some uh, some technical difficulties. Jamie en route to the
2: studio over in
1: West Monroe, hopefully. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waller, Jamie Fox, The Edge. This segment brought to you by our friends at Power Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see them on Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. Power Gourmet Pizza by Design. Back on Momento La Edge.
0: Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. No need for you to worry. No need for you to fret.
1: Colwell Banker Group 1 proven to be the best So If you want to buy or share, put us to the test. Colwell Banker Group 1.
3: Collison West Monroe, Ruston R. Monroe, Office 3610300, each office independently owned and operated.
2: Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1 800 345 666 4-4 four, four.
0: my number two does not look like a number two i don't know what to call it is there a number three
2: table for four please anything close to the restroom
0: a uh, middle seat with these stomach problems that's my fear of flying
2: sound like you if it does you could be one of the many people with a digestive condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. Even if you don't know what EPI is, you might know the symptoms. Frequent diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain. If you have even just one of these symptoms, you could still have EPI, because not everybody experiences EPI the same way, which is why it's so important to open up to your doctor about all your symptoms. And the good news is, EPI is manageable, so don't keep a lid on it. Go to IdentifyEPI.com, complete the symptom checker, and use it to have a conversation with your doctor. Don't keep a lid on it. Visit IdentifyEPI.com. Brought to you by AbbVie.
0: How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop.
1: Hey, welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Sean Fox, John Faber of the Edge. I appreciate your patience. Trying to work through a little technical difficulty. You guys at home that always hear technical difficulty, I never understood what that was. I thought somebody like spilled a drink on the control board. Not the case. Trying to work through a few issues. Our troubleshooter. Uh, well, if I'm the troubleshooter, you guys are really screwed. We're but not really in trouble. sometimes it's just plug in, plug out, you know. See if that helps. Look, you know, I learned a long time ago with computers, just sometimes just hit reset. That helps. I don't know if this is going to help, but, uh, look, sometimes it's just something. I like to make fun of you guys, technology challenge, but sometimes it's just simple as a defective cord. And uh, I'm going to try to. Hopefully that's all it is we'll get it figured out. Back so, in the day, Sean, this before your time, uh, we had the television sets with the rabbit. ears. I'm, I'm, Terry, I'm 36. I don't remember those. Do you know things. how you adjust those things? You, you smack put, them on the sides until they work right. Or, well, then you put tinfoil on them. Yeah, I'm thinking the uh, well, we got enough tinfoil around here. I'm thinking uh, probably Gary would not appreciate us smacking the equipment. But tons of text. Well, out so that was a day when I was the remote control. Okay, I had to go up and push the button. I'd have uh, paid to see that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm you know, I'm not that young. Yeah, you got are old. I'm not that Yeah, we're we're old. All right, so am I wrong on this one? We got to throw a bunch of checks to read here in a minute, and, and I want to get to it. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union Hotline. I think we're getting spoiled, man. I don't take some of your thunder from this afternoon. They we team. are getting brother, we are getting spoiled on how competitive and exciting football, basketball, baseball games to a game seven in the World Series. It's a good time to be a sports fan. It is a real good time to be a sports fan. I actually tweeted that out last night. I said, man, we are on a run of really good Super Bowls. I mean, I, I remember as a kid the 55-10 Denver-San Francisco 49er game in the Superdome. I remember San Diego and San Francisco. There's been Chicago New England. There's the, the, fortunately, a lot of these have taken place inside the Superdome. But here lately, and granted, I'm thinking off the top of my head, I really can't think of a game that did not go down Of my final minutes of the fourth quarter. And if you don't have a dog in the hunt, can you ask for anything better? I said, I was pulling for the Patriots a little bit, but but I was pulling for Doug Peterson too. So I wasn't really hardcore either way. And to your point, it makes it fun watching it. I was pulling for whichever team had the ball. Uh, I I wanted exactly what we got. I said, I wanted the ball. I wanted the Eagles to still win. I mean, I had a slight, it wasn't much, but I wanted the ball in Brady's hands with a chance to do. What happened last night. And I still know the, f- the fact that the guy got the ball off and got to the end zone. We almost had a miraculous Santa Mary play. Oh, did you see Kroc running down the field and take out the defensive W. Do you do you know how lucky seriously and I was rooting for the Eagles, but do you know how seriously Philadelphia got away with a blatant pass interference They took yeah. out a wide receiver. I mean, P laid him at about the twenty yard line before he so granted you got away with it, it's smart play, but yeah, it was. I thought the the the, the refs kind of ate their whistles for most of the game, which I like. The only thing, and I, I, and I'm not a conspiracy theory guy as much as Nick Nick Brown. There's some things that have that made me, you know, kind of slant an eye or two, or you know, raise an eyebrow. Excuse me. If they would have reversed that touchdown by Zach Ertz, yes, flat, you would have seen holy hell. You mean they would have rotted in the streets of Philadelphia? Oh wait, there you get that. But we saw we saw a real life purge happen last night in <laughs> Philadelphia, as we expected. There was no difference between a win or a loss. There's just a lot more smiles on face. Right, you know what they were? They they put crystal on the light pole. Didn't matter. Go, you know what they did to it, right? Or they it no, right? They put no, they put axel grease on it last night. Did you see the Ritz Carlton? Yes, that's horrible. Well, they can make it up, but still, so, Philadelphia Phil sports fan, you know. And I got to give you this: not only the Super Bowl champion, you're the champion of complete morons for fans. I have been. Um, have you seen some of the, the flack for Brady today? There's a couple things I agree, or disagree with, and I'm I've never been a Tom Brady fan yet. I can admit, and he did nothing last night to disprove the fact that I think he's the goat. Right. I don't care that he's lost three Super Bowls. Look how many he's gotten to. They didn't lose because of Brady last night. Right. Brady was besides his catching ability. Brady was money. His running ability looked like my grand. <laughs> but I know you, you and Puffy talk about this all the time in the world of instant social media. Reaction, Brady choked. Really? Brady choked last night? Uh, for me, Brady's the only reason they were in. But they were down double digits. No, by the way, Brady brought them back again. Yes. Now, did the Philadelphia make a couple plays at the end? Yes. Now, what I did not like was, man, look, you get spoiled sometimes, okay? Have you seen some of the reaction from New England? Like, I expect Minnesota fans who've never won a Super Bowl or, got, or they haven't been in a lot You know, I don't understand the whole throwing the television outside. But I guess if you've never won, you're going to be frustrated when your team loses. New England, seriously, there is a, there's a video online of a New England fan throwing an axe through his television. Brother, you just won the Super Bowl last year. You're in it every single year. An axe through the television. Relax. Then Brady, and, and I admit, I think this is, and, I, and I'm one who, right, we get a little too politically correct, and... You know, some people and they it's slanted where well if this person did this it'd be they react a certain way and I'm like, Come on, really? Did you see Brady didn't shake hands with Nick Foles last night? Yeah, for that. some that's not a big deal. However, I agree with this. There's a sentiment out there today that if Cam Newton had done the same exactly. thing, he'd have been scorched for it. I agree. I he wrote So you know what? Tom Brady, as much as I can say he's a goat, deserves to be scorched for not shaking hands with Nick Foles. He also went out and said today, Philadelphia made one play. Brother, they made a lot of plays last night. Don't be so bitter. You give the Eagles credit for winning, and that's what they did. They made the plays to win in the very end. How many people, including myself, when the Patriots finally took the lead? You're thinking, yep, here we go. And you give Doug Peterson, again, credit for, what, four and a half minutes to go? Fourth and one? He goes for it? I heard Jake talk about it this morning. I completely disagree with Jake, and that's okay. That's what sports radio is about. me, it was a no-brainer. You're on your 40-yard line. You're down, what, one point? point. I'm not giving it The only thing that happens is you give it back to them. They score. It's still a one-possession game. Plus, they have to go west, so you have more time on the left of the field. They have more time on the clock. The last thing I want to do is give Brady the football to matriculate down the field and burn five minutes off the clock. I completely agree. I said, you've got to go with the court right here. So that's, that's the difference different opinions. I without a doubt I thought it was a no brainer to go for it. you know everybody's a coach. And you know you could second guess the decision. Again, Doug, do you know how Doug Peterson would be excoriated today nationally, had his fourth down play on the goal line at the end of the first half. He should have put the points on the board, should have taken the field goal, should have every decision he made, high risk worked. Every single one of oh, the onions. The onions on the fourth and one. Every uh, in, in the first half. But I also I said, when it was third and seven, I think this is when they ended up kicking the field goal to make it eight. And I said, no way he throws it here, right? Because like, if you get a first down, the game's over. Yes. I said, no way you throw the football here. And they ended up running, but I was like, the way he was calling the game, I was not going to be surprised if they tried to throw the football. And I think he kept New England off balance with that, because you can't play odd. You know, Belichick is the ultimate odds guy, he's the ultimate numbers guy, you know, even in the Seattle yeah. in the Seahawks game, he had to play scouted where the kid. Where Malcolm Butler said, "You don't have that, Doug okay. okay. Petersville. Well, I'm going to talk about you know. You just mentioned the name. To me, that's the story. That's what I'm running with this afternoon. How your best cornerback only plays special teams? What did he do? That's the question. That, that uh, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a pending free agent. There's no way he's re-signed with with uh, with New England. I'm. I mean, I say that, but there's he he was pretty. Pissed off, and I don't blame him after the game. At what point, okay, let's say, no, Terry, he still played, even though a special team. Right. So clearly he didn't murder anybody. So you still want to. Nobody's going to say, Or he didn't go out like Eugene Robinson the night before right. with an undercover cop, okay? So he was still good enough to play, or he still needed him to play special teams. At what point of Nick Foles killing you up and down the field do you decide? I don't know. No matter what he did, let's put our best back in the football game. What are well, they torching? I mean, you're absolutely... Well, to, to me, that's little That's the story. Malcolm Butler getting benched. Uh, you know, and you you know he talks about them giving up on me. There's another story. It will come out at some point, or bits and pieces. Of it. The New England. Well, if you're going to take a moral high ground, don't play more special teams. New England is is the closest thing to North Korea that we have. I mean, there, there's no information that comes out. They control it. It's a state-run media. Okay. At some point, didn't Malcolm Butler, something's going to come out. Uh, yeah, something's going to come packages out. just didn't uh, yeah. line up uh, <laughs> in that room for him to play. Yeah, <laughs> that's Belichick as emotional as he is. didn't make enough plays last night. I bet he was fun to be around. <laughs> <laughs> game. game. Uh, credit to Doug. And the uh, Eagles made more plays than, than we did. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty good. Got to get better. Got to get better. Make <laughs> play more plays. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, you know, it, it, but I love it for, for our area of Louisiana. And I started thinking this morning, and driving in. Too many big time Louisiana players Ridiculous. Ha- have made just huge bones in the Super Bowl, from Terry Bradshaw to, to. I mean, it's spoiled. I mean, look how many. We had, we had Tech, LSU, and ULM, and represented in the game last night. And we, we've kind of had this debate. We've had countless Super Bowl players win the Super Bowl from our state. I know Doug moved in, you know, okay. when he was a senior. family just, guy, though. Okay. Um, guess what? I, I'm claiming Doug Peterson is the first Louisiana coach to, to coach the Super Bowl. He played at LSU. So everybody in this family still pretty much lives here. Probably the sports, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, let's, let's claim that Doug made history last night. Besides being the coach of the Eagles. First coach from Louisiana to win the Super Bowl, our coach this head coach, that is. It was funny, Tommy Thorpe tweeted out that it was easier to win the Super Bowl than for Doug Peterson to get to the championship game in Louisiana High School football because he never got there. Josh Curtis beat him, I think in the quarters or semis.
3: Well there did
1: you read the article in Sports Illustrated about uh, Doug the underdog beating when Calvary finally beat Evangel? Yes. Well that's a that's a bit of a stretch, but it was a good article it was a, it was a great read. You know, and, and so many good stories, and I think sometimes and we get into political correct stuff and, and, and size and this and that and the other, but the feel-good stories that came out of that game, as I look at Nick Foles, as I look at Doug Peterson giving credit, and, and again, I know everybody's not of this persuasion, but the Christian viewpoints that they articulate sure. after the game, which is heartfelt for them. Uh, the fact that, that Doug gives credit to so many people, his connections here, Nick Foles was going to quit. He was, he's, he's probably still going to become a pastor, dude. He was going to retire. He's out. Well, I don't, I don't agree with Skip Bayless very often, but he said he tweeted last night, eh, ever. Congratulations, Philadelphia! You won the Super Bowl, and now you're dead set in the middle of a quarterback controversy. Now, granted, Carson Wentz is my guy. Yes, he's my guy. But man, you got you got a Super Bowl MVP as your backup, and I think Foles comes out a big winner. I think Philadelphia, all of a sudden. That trading chip becomes very, very big. And Nick it becomes a cult hero in Philadelphia. And Crisco sales and uh, Axel Brees sales have went up, so maybe this is part of the Make America Great Again. We're stimulating the economy. Thank you, Eagle fans, fire extinguishers. Uh, you know, if you're a Philadelphia Eagle police last night, or the Philadelphia police, seriously, uh, seriously, I know we got a lot of law enforcement that listen to our show. I'm curious here. At the end of that game, if you're a Philadelphia police officer, and forget if you're an Eagles fan or not, Sean. Are you pulling for them to win or lose? I mean, what, what's what is more combustible? The fact that they're celebrating a win. Oh, well, there's, well, there's, well, there's well, they they're celebrating the touchdown. Celebrating with smiles instead of celebrating pissed off. And most of the those Philadelphia cops. I mean, they're I've, I've seen a lot. Just as excited as they are. But I'm saying the I was up to a twelve last night listening to the Philadelphia police. Theater. Theater. High quality entertainment, and unfortunately. There's some knuckle. I've never understood this. Why, when you win or lose, you decide, you know what, let's go destroy the city. That, that's the best thing to do. I've never understood that. You know what, Saints fans us, we, in, in New Orleans, they get a bad rap. That never happened in New Orleans. You know what they did? They went to Bourbon Street. So they did. They went to the corner. They didn't destroy anything. They got drunk, which is what they all, well, They guess, they're professional drunks down there. Yeah, and then they had Lombardi Golf. That's what they did. They didn't destroy the city. You know, at some point, I think we lose identity in crowds. We've seen this in England with the soccer hooligans. We've seen this. I saw, what was it, UMass, that they arrested, like, seven or eight people up there. They they burned some stuff up at uh, UMass. There's nothing that says support your team if you're on a college, like, you know, let's go burn some stuff down and um, see what's happening. I, you know, I don't get it. It's like the the kid from uh, a couple weeks ago that punched the police horse. Jeez, on oh, Pete. I mean, <laughs> You know, this piss kid for the. Yeah, six were arrested at UMass, 2,000 students. At UMass. And you UMass. want How many Super Bowls have you won? Uh, I, 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 you, you, who's got the matches? Relax. Who's got the matches? Hey, give me some more vodka. I need the matches. uh... Post Super Cold brawl. Uh, you know, you just wonder, like, dude, these are the future leaders of America. I mean, I'll be dead and gone. So will Jamie. We're old guys. But you and your children going to have to deal with. These are the people that are going to be making decisions. The guys, are, hey, do you have? I'm ready for go to football game. What do you got? I got my, you know, I, I got my jacket, I got my hat, I got my cell phone, matches. Yeah, got that. I'm good. How about alcohol? Oh, yeah, we got a lot of that. Uh, a lighter just in case the matches get wet. I mean, seriously, at what point are you like? Here's oh, your riot protection or your riot bag. Here's all the supplies you need to burn the city to the ground. Firecrackers surprised a Rocky statue made it last night. Firecrackers, smoke bombs, you know, all the things that make life worth living. Uh, yeah, and again, 12 people uh, taken to the hospital in Boston. No, I ran I well, it. I was listening to Philadelphia last night. It was like, unconscious person on Street A, hey, unconscious person on Street B. I think most of it was alcohol-related, not not really fights, but... Yeah, there's some there's some great video of the cops celebrating and they should, man. The Philadelphia fans, they hard suffering, long suffering. Right, right, but now they are one of and I and I've got the stat on read today. And granted, we don't have this many teams and we only have two professional teams, but I think they're one of three or four cities that have now won the World Series, the Stanley Cup, the NBA finals, and the Super World Bowl. Sir. Yep. World Series. Wow. So, Philadelphia fans, the long-surfing Eagle fans, hey, the wait is over. Nick Foles, boy, I wish I had a couple bucks to put down on that when the playoffs started. I said, see, I, I wasn't really buying into Philadelphia being as big of an underdog as other people were because for most of the season, until Carson Wentz went down, they were the best team in the NFL, and I thought by far. Yes. Um, and I thought Foles was not your traditional backup quarterback. Nick Foles has been to a Pro Bowl. He's not from—I mean, he's not Chase. You know, we love Chase Dane. He's not Chase Dane. Right. He's not Josh McCown. He's been to a Pro Bowl. Right. It's a pretty good backup quarterback to have. Now, I said I think they can get in the playoffs and win a game. I didn't think they go to the Super Bowl and then beat Tom Brady in the pace. So I give him credit for that, but I did not think the way the the way he looked in that last game. I was like, look, they. They're not as big as an underdog age. This is a talented football team. Could you make the argument that he's probably the second best backup quarterback behind Garoppolo when he was with the Patriots? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I Absolutely. can't think of another one that would be at that level. Well, and, and I would have said at the time. Now, Grant, this is at the time I always said he was the best because I was saying, "Wow, we're all getting really hot and heavy over Garoppolo when he really has to play that much." Right now, clearly, Garoppolo is the man. He's really, really good in a in a limited. Those five games he played in, he was really, really good. But I'm going to give my wife a little credit for this. Terry, this morning we're watching, uh, getting, ready for, getting the, the kid ready for school, watching the Today Show, and they interviewed Malcolm Jenkins and Zach Hurts. And she was like, man, well, Malcolm Jenkins, former saint. Talk about his Super Bowl wins, beat Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Say that again. Arguably the two greatest quarterbacks we've seen. Malcolm Jenkins' two Super Bowl victories. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. I can't really disagree with that. I had to think about that for a second, but beat, beat the Colts with yeah. the Saints, beat Brady last night. That's a, that's a pretty impressive rhythm, Hayes. What a boy, Brandon Cooks, last night. Is that, a, that was a Saint on Saint Crime. Next huh. Saint on Saint is, is that, uh You show that to your kids and you go, this is why you don't go east or west when you weigh 150 pounds. He got hit by a train. When he that's went bad. down, it, I, I thought it was a lot more serious than what it was. And the fact that he went down like he got shot by a sniper right But well, those well, well, hits are dangerous. I mean, full of speed. He's not a big and guy. And isn't a huge guy. I mean, he's big, but he's not. He's he, he he getting hit by a middle linebacker, but he might as well. I mean, it was, For Brandon Cooks, yeah. That's, uh, who is not a large individual. And then you wonder about Brady. And I guess the thing that got me, he literally is out there throwing the guys that worked at PowerWorks last week.
0: I mean, he <laughs> was without, he's, he's
1: without Edelman and he's without Brandon Cooks for 90. Well, Edelman the entire game and Cooks for most, and he still put up record Five hundred five yards. poking the yeah, last player. Yet he choked. Come on. Yeah. Man, really? And, and then Gronk, who was. Well, they shut Gronk Gronk was pretty good in the second half. Gronk is Gronk. It is what it is. Gronk wants football. Yeah. it is Gronk football now. Pretty Yeah. He's, a, he's in the end of the Gronk's call. never going to go on Jeopardy and win. He said he might retire. Did you see that? I yeah, see and he might. But, I mean, he's going to go restart girls going wild. You know, they, that that hasn't been popular in a while. I think I think Gronk is going to restart that. Him and Johnny Manziel, you see that? That's, that's a reality that's television, television, television show I would watch. I'm just telling you. you know, I, I, know, I know you talked about this and I, I kind of want to take the same thing. Like, I want a real world or a big brother with disgraced former athletes or crazy athletes. Like, let's let's put Gronk and Dennis Rodman and Johnny Manziel. Tanya Harding, Tanya. All these things. Does she become the sex symbol? Ah, uh, depends on who you ask. <laughs> depends on who you ask. No judgments here on the yeah. edge. But uh, yeah, you throw a few. I do want to see that there. movie, though. that you say that, I'm it previews looked great. In half the NFL Network, it's now suspended. Uh, the but tomorrow, one house. Right? We'll, we'll see what happens. Let's see what else. Let's film it. See what look, happens. I've got a couple. That's one reality show pitch, and I think you. I know you're you're teaching a lot of times and I'm on. I've I've got a great reality show on a pitch to you. All okay. right. What you got? You know, San was doing did play by play for the international bowl. have you heard about we have apparently a team USA football team. Yes. Okay. There and and we've lost, Terry, and this concerns me. We've lost in this. With this is football. We shouldn't lose to anybody in football. Ever. But we lost to Mexico. And we lost to Japan. Wait, wait, wait! wait. Stop! Yeah. Stop! Yeah. Stop! No, no, it was it was not our fifteen and 16- 17 year olds. It was like our thirteen to fourteen year olds. But still, we should not be losing to any country in football. Absolutely, Jackie Robinson West side of Chicago is not in charge of football. The- that- has convinced me that you know, no, man, you got to understand these teams are they're good. I'm like, no, saying, If we're playing Japan in football, you, me, Walter, and Puffy should be able to put helmets on and go beat Japan in football. I'm sorry, you're not going to convince me that Japan is good enough to beat us in football. And I've looked at some of the players who have played in this game, like James Winston's played, Todd Gurley, uh, Shea Patterson. They've had the players, players play. But apparently we send our coaches over to help with these other countries. I've got a reality show for you. He wants to get back into coaching. Les <laughs> Miles coaching Team Japan. I want a reality show of that. You know, Wes Miles in Japan. Chewing the grass, coaching football. Chewing the grass, yes. like, ready to go. That sells itself, Terry. It does. I would, I would want. I actually want that more than I want the the, the, the athlete house. I want Les Miles coaching in Japan. And he comes back and beats America. Did you see the fidget spinner video? Yes. <laughs> it was literally like k discovering fire. It was, it was It was awesome. So pretty much he looked like Gronk. Yes, yeah. Gronk was oh, awesome. A little so bit, that's, I, that's, that. that I, when I, we were, when he was telling me about the international ball and Team Japan, I was like, "Well, Les wants to coach again." I would love to see Les Miles talking to the Japanese people. You know, the ultimate Nick Saban move. The ultimate Nick Saban move for Alabama would be hired Les as a consultant. I'm actually surprised that hasn't happened. I'm actually surprised they didn't hire Hugh Freeze on staff yet. I mean, uh, that's, from that's the ultimate Saban yeah. move. Don't rule it out. I'm wondering if they've talked. Oh, you know they have. You know they have all this stuff. And I got one more show for you, okay? And I've thought about this one for a long time. You know, we've got uh, where you swap wives, and they have to come live in your house, sure. et cetera. Uh, all those things. I want to do coach swap. For example, I think you take Coach Fobs from Grambling, and you send him to South Carolina. Okay, and, and they then you take Hushamp to Grambling, or you take Saban it's the, the ends of the spectrum there that the teams that have a lot of money against the teams that, that have no money, yeah. money. And you do it for like three weeks. And can you imagine Saban rolling into, oh, I don't know, but even like ULM. And, you know, you're used to having certain amenities, certain things, and they're going, well, you've got to go get your own Burger King. Right. And just following that around, I think that would be fascinating. Uh, viewing. Can we, can we afford that many oatmeal cream pies on campus? Well you're gonna to have to raise uh tuition. Yeah, no kidding. You're gonna to have to raise uh you know I, actually, I think that's a, I think that's a great idea. I like that. You know, and it's just it's different in the fact that you gotta deal with stuff that you don't know how to deal with. I know and I was in a low I'm the only really one to admit I was a low division one coach. Coming from a low division one program and then going to a non division one program, the the chasm between the two, I'm thinking, you know, our low end program in division one was, was like a palace compared to the other ends of it, and I think we get so accustomed, especially in this state, and I've said this for a long time, we get so accustomed in Louisiana to dealing with nothing but Division One programs. Yeah. You know, it's Louisiana Tech, it's Grambling, it's, it's ULM, it's Tulane, it's Lafayette, it's McNeese, it's LSU, Southern, you name it. We have a few non-Division One programs here. But there's so many opportunities. LSU A, LSU E, Yeah, LSU Delgado, Delgado, uh, Southern and three Bozier Paris Community College, um, and Loyola out of New Orleans. So we've got like I think basketball playing Division One schools in this state. Nine, really know, nine, nine. Yeah, used to have eleven when they had Centenary and then somebody else. Yeah, we have we have nine. Um, you know, Centenary for forever was Division One, and they dropped for three. our population. That's a lot. That's a lot. We yeah. could probably cut it in half. But that's all we know, you know. And there's so many people. I still talk to people all the time. Hey, my child's a Division One player. And you know, guys, you don't understand the level people play at outside Division One. Look at the Super Bowl. Look at the NFL, NBA. All these. A lot of kids are coming from non-Division One programs. They're especially in, the, in football. Especially in football, you can get some really tremendous players that are not Division One for whatever reason. Uh, they slip through the cracks, the grades. Uh, they're not, they're tweeners at the time, and so nothing wrong with playing different levels. People have no concept. Uh, I talked with somebody last week, and I, Kramer and I always laugh about this. They're trying to extol the virtues of their child at you know SEC level, and like, uh, no, I mean, <laughs> sorry, that ain't happening. <laughs> Do you don't understand how tough it is to get to Texas Wesleyan. Yes, no, no, no disrespect to you, which I did Texas Wesleyan, but it's, it's not easy a, to get to Texas Wesleyan. Sure, so I we nine Division One players. I mean, uh, international well, champ. We had nine Division One I transfers. I don't know, are so good. What, that's what you do. The elite level, you're taking Division One players. I mean, nobody wants nine Division One players. They're out there, but yeah, you, you take what the market will bear. And so, interesting stuff. I, I do want to get Jamie's hooked up over. Wednesday. Okay, I was, I, was making, I was making sure Puffy was up. To Puffy. Look, this may be Puffy's only appearance this week. I'm gonna make he. I'm, I'm taking him to the doctor. Good Lord, he looked bad. He looked like Rocky. I heard you say Rocky Balboa. He looked like Rocky. Jamie, are you alive over there? After the fight with Draga, Jamie, are you alive over there yet? I'm
3: not sure. Can you hear me?
1: <laughs> yes, we can. How? You can hear hey, me. how long did it take him to get hooked up? He's been sitting here to be for 15 up. minutes. No, All right. I'm,
3: I'm, All right. We're I've been good to go. Up. Yeah, it's the It's the Facebook thing that throws me now. I don't understand this log on leave the Facebook what, alone, puffy. just crap. leave it alone yeah. don't fool with I'm not don't touching don't it the I made aaron, now I've probably made aaron Dietrich mad at me i I've managed to tick off everybody but my grandmother this morning uh yeah i guys, actually, that sounded really much better than I'm sure anything I can offer here in the next ten minutes but y'all, you were talking a little bit about you know I think sometimes here we get over uh over-exercised about the fact that something isn't Division One, or the level of play. You can see NFL rosters literally littered with players who have played at, uh, well, Malcolm Butler, for example, at West Alabama. Uh, you're going to hear kids from Humboldt State, West Georgia, uh, places like that uh, in the draft. Uh, I think you'll see one of the top quarterbacks is coming out of Richmond, uh, which is actually 1AA. But to your point, yes. I mean... If you're good enough, they'll find you, uh, particularly in this day, of which obviously intimidates why I could never coach because of social media. But if you're good enough, they'll find yeah, you, particularly in the pros. No stone unturned.
1: Dude, I, I think your are odds on back in the 70s. No social media, that'll do it. I really, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to get back to the original guys. I, I hope I, I help someone, and hopefully we can get this uh, – Technical difficulty. Give us a little here. preview before we get out. We're going to yeah. take a break here. Give us a little preview yeah. of what you're going to get into today. Well, I, I think Malcolm Butler not playing is a huge story, uh, especially the way they were getting torched. Obviously, Doug with the local tie. Nick Foles is there a quarterback controversy now in Philadelphia. And uh, let's see who we got. We got Dennis Chambers talking NBA at four, but Dennis is a Philadelphia guy. So he was he was part of that last night. Andrew Lopez joins us at 3.30. And then Michael Kist from Locked on the Eagles. They, those guys, we, we had the Locked on the Eagles guys and Locked on the Patriots guys last week. They're really, really good. Uh, Michael Kiss will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, seeing how the uh, city of brotherly love is handling this success. all so, Sean, I'm going to leave you with well. this one. See, and, our, yes. yeah. and our friend Richie from Bienville chimes in. Good to hear Sean Fox on the best show on SportsCell. So, I pay Richie well, but no, Richie, Richie, Richie will also say it's the best show we have at 9 o'clock. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, it's the best show we have at 9 Plus, you know, it's amazing. Like, to me, what social media has shown is how miserable people are. Yeah. Like, Justin, yes. like, do people understand how talented, like, whether, whether he's your genre or not, how talented Justin Timberlake is? I don't. I, I yes. That's a talented, to play the piano. No, I agree. Sing, I that's just my, dance, not my deal. Hack, scratch, golfer. The dude, I, me and Professor all the time, I think he's the New Century's Frank Sinatra. I think mean, he's a talented, and I'm a Sinatra guy. if you can believe I think that. He's uh, a talented, I do think he's talented dude. He's really talented. Oh, this is terrible. Or, I'm sorry, Moose Skinner's not going to perform every halftime show. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're not going after my demographic. Not, <laughs> Listen, I thought that Moose sucked. And I'm not. A, I'm like, I'm not. I don't have a Timberlake CD. I just think he's a talented dude. Like nobody, Black Eyed, okay, Black Eyed thought they were awful. Bruno Mars is awesome. There's, know, you're right. never gonna bat a thousand man, they're trying to reach a big demographic. Adjusted Just get to the, right. to the, pro- to the and I, the, the thing with Prince was the highlight for yeah. me. That was awesome. I didn't see that. Yeah. I like all the purple stuff. That's good. Hey, I appreciate yeah, you Yeah, man. It was it's fun. We don't get to talk that much. For a reason. Uh, yeah. and for a reason. Uh you know, we, we the airways are safe, but yeah. sincerely That's appreciate right. what you do, uh coming in today. I always enjoy your stuff when I get to listen. Basketball starts winding down as it is now, probably get to listen a lot more, maybe come on correct you when you're wrong but uh Fox, everybody we're going to go ahead and take our last break of uh, showing us the sports talk 97 7 terry water Sean Fox, jamie fox john Saber. good god that's the circle of death this segment brought to you by our friend mr bobby manning attorney at law tremendous north an attorney specializing in criminal defense wrongful death personal injury whatever you need bobby is the man for you give him a call today 318-324-1411 roberto manning attorney at law back in a minute Peace of mind goes a long way when you have the number one
3: rated
2: gun safe, a Liberty Gun Safe from McKinney Honda. Here's Richie McKinney. We now have over 100 gun safes in stock in 20 different models that range from 12 to 64 gun capacity. They're all fireproof, USA made, and have a lifetime warranty. And prices start at just $399. 12 months, same as cash financing, and delivery is available. For when the unexpected happens, McKinney's has you covered with a Liberty Gun Safe, your outdoor
0: superstore, Ruston. This is Mark Fuller with Car Pros North. Tax time is here. And tax cars are real, real, real cheap at Car Pros North. We just want to let everyone know we have access to over 500 units. We got cars, trucks, SUVs, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, sports cars, third-row seats, and financing available for everyone. Come see us, 601 Cypress Street, West Monroe, Louisiana, Car Pros North. Find Car Pros North on Facebook or visit CarProsNorth.com.
2: I'm to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital, specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the state.
0: If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a -a one-of-a-kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West Monroe, LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. Washita Valley
1: Making good things happen You want a credit union That works as hard as you do You want the very best people Looking out for you Washita Valley Making good things happen
2: Men mm-hmm you know how you can never find the right gift for that special woman in your life? Here's the answer from Spa Nouvelle. It's Spa Nouvelle's Spa Day Escape. The Spa Day Escape includes a 90-minute luxurious massage, 90-minute red carpet facial treatment, and lunch. Get her a special gift from Spa Nouvelle. 1705 Lammy Lane in Monroe. Call Spa Nouvelle at 807-1060. That's 807-1060.
3: Hi, I'm Greg Tilley. You've got to see our new five-bedroom, three-bath, double-wide, deluxe appliances, designer decor, finished sheetrock for only 92995 It's over 2,400 square feet. See it at TillysHomes.com or come visit us in Bozier City.
0: If you're a homeowner, you know how important curb appeal is. It does make a difference how your home looks from the street. An old broken garage door does nothing for curb appeal. In fact, it can lower your home's value. But a beautiful new door from Bayou Overhead Door not only adds to your home's curb appeal, it can provide the protection, privacy, and energy savings your family needs. For over 35 years, Bayou Overhead Door has installed only the best, highest quality Clopay pay doors and equipment to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana. Now, they also offer seamless gutters and durable floor coverings for your garage, patio, porch, or driveway installed in just a day. So whether you're building a new home or remodeling your existing home, call for a no-cost consultation about the right garage doors for the best curb appeal in the neighborhood. You Overhead Door, 322-1090. Or visit their user-friendly website, BayouOverheadDoors.com. Yeah, we- Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop.
1: And hey, welcome back to Sports Talk, 97.7. Terry Waldrop, uh, Jamie Foxx uh, back in studio with us over there to join us. A couple texts to read. Uh, Richie, uh, Rodney Harrison said it in pregame. We saw it play out on the screen. Brady's great when he has protection. Once he gets hits, he becomes average fast. We saw that play out in the last three minutes. Brady's offensive line held firm nearly the entire game. And, uh, against the pressure and the end, the Eagles got to him. They got to him once. And, uh, that was all it took. Marcus says the NFC is Brady's kryptonite, NFC East. Go Cowboys next season. Marcus, uh, as you know, I'm a Cowboys fan. But, uh, yeah, we're in trouble with the Eagles. Uh, let's see. Brady went for 500 yards. As good as Brady was, the effort from Foles last night was even better. Uh,. <laughs> Uh, Broncos, Seahawks, worst Super Bowl in recent memory. Ah, man, that's that's, that's harsh. Uh, F.S. Informal, Doug Peterson was playing to win. He wasn't playing not to lose. And again, all credit goes to the guy making the decisions. You're either a hero or a villain, and he is certainly a hero uh, right up there alongside Rocky Balboa today. Uh, Tony says, Nick Foles, the poster child for impacting the coaching on the quarterback position. He thrived under Chip Kelly as well. On a side note, we need more Terry and Sean. You guys are great together. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I think I've been fired. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Who knows what uh, – I wouldn't I I I blame him. He's exactly, right. he's exactly right. Huh? He's exactly hey, right. He's exactly right. I agree. Okay, James, so i got one for you. I'm going to throw you some, some prices of okay. concessions last night. Now, number one, if you could go to the Super Bowl, dude, you got money. You, know, you ever dropping dropping three or four grand on a ticket, if not more? You know, you shouldn't complain about the, the, the food. Let me throw you some prices out there. You ready for this? And Let's go. Minnesota being the politically correct place, place it is, not only does Minnesota give you prices, it gives you the calories that you're consuming as well. And so a double cheeseburger, Jamie Fox, $13 in Minnesota last night. Chicken mm. tenders and fries, 13 bucks. A uh, and this is one for you and Sean specifically, a souvenir domestic draft beer, $14. What? Specialty draft thirty. Here's the one that blows me away. Thirty bucks for a draft just, beer? Okay, wait a minute. A Super Bowl fifty two big sip soda. Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars for a Coke? Are you kidding me? Who delivers it? Jennifer Anderson?
3: Well, it looked maybe Giselle or, or perhaps I, I don't know. Uh Beyonce? I don't know. That's that's crazy. I mean you lost me at the, 30 you lost me at the specialty for a Coke. beer.
1: Uh, it gets better. Just okay. for a small souvenir soda, just a small one, eleven dollars. A bottle of water, Aquafina, six bucks. Gatorade, seven dollars. Coffee was six, um, five. I'm sorry. Uh, Mountain Dew was seven. I mean, my, oh, my gosh. gosh, look, uh, this is this is unreal. What so many prices are. Well,
3: look. and here's the thing too. Uh-huh. Justin Ti- brought up Justin Timberlake's performance. He performed for free. He donated his his uh, his uh, talents. So they weren't having Here to we pay go. off Justin
1: Timberlake for that, and they still charged 30 bucks for beer. Crazy. A domestic it's can conspiracy. of beer. Mm-hmm. A do- so I'm thinking like Bud Light, Miller Light, right? right? is right? Domestic can of beer, $13. Wine was 11 Peanuts mm-hmm. were $7. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what was it? What, what, was, like the what was a hot dog? It was like 19
2: Hot dog, turkey and
1: provolone, fourteen bucks. Dear God, <laughs> four dollars for string cheese. I mean, come on, man.
3: Well, <laughs> it was it it was too darn cold to be in in, in uh, Minneapolis anyway. Nobody wanted to be there in the first. A beautiful city, I'm I'm sure, but no one wanted to be there in the first place. And they charge these outrageous prices for the. They ought to have it at the uh, Georgia Dome now. The Georgia Dome is very reasonable. Arthur Blank, I, I can't believe I'm giving the Falcons any credit here. Arthur Blank has done a fantastic job of catering to the fans there as far as very fam, family-friendly pricing, as far as uh, his concession sales and so forth. So, anyway. Okay. Let me get out with this one.
1: Okay. Let me get out with this one. I want you to leave uh, today thinking about this. There is a lady named Molly Schuer, who is also a Philadelphia native and a champion in her own right. She is a competitive eater, and uh, she took first place in the Wingettes Challenge, Jamie. Yes. Uh, She ate 501 chicken wings. That's 250 and a half chickens in only 30 minutes. That's a girl for me. the, The lady ate 501 wings in 30 minutes. She topped her own record of 444 wings in 2015. And so she took home a 2018 uh, Sonata and five grand in cash, which she probably spent on Pepto-Bismol, and she got a championship ring. No word if she ate it or not. How do we come up with some of the – I mean, you know, I might get her number. This might be a date for you. What do you think?
3: Well, it could be. But the thing is, um, obviously she didn't have to – based upon the the pricing at the – In Minneapolis, she obviously didn't have to pay for all 501 wings she consumed in 30 minutes. Uh, I wonder if this lady's talents are apparently a a very diverse, talented lady. Uh, Got the Sonata, got the money. Uh, You know, this is what makes America great to me. Uh, Indeed, sir. Speaking of great, appreciate you uh,
1: going across, going across the river over there to the studio. Thanks to Sean for coming in and John Tabor for being patient. And putting this whole thing together. Been a fun show despite a little bit of the, uh, helter skelter, uh, shenanigans going on behind the scenes with technical difficulty. We will work and correct that. Thank you for you guys. Tons of tech out there. Uh, Richie says, I'm having wings for dinner yet, but you know, he.